Hello, everyone. This is a special episode of Profiles and Risk. In this episode, you will hear from Tony Cañas, who was busy at InsureTech Connect 2018 in Vegas, walking around and interviewing folks and learning about their InsureTech inventions and other things. I think you'll enjoy it. bunch of different interviews. If you want more information about the people that Tony interviewed, just go to the show notes. Cue the music. This is Profiles in Risk. Hosted by Nick Lamparelli. Every week, we interview those who risk life, limb, fortunes, career, and reputation, and those who work behind the scenes who look to protect and enlighten us about risk. You can find the show notes and other insurance-related content at insnerds.com. That's I-N-S-N-E-R-D-S dot com. Now, on to the show. This is Tony at ITC 2018, and I'm chatting with Scott Henry from LeakBot. And so LeakBot, leak like a leak in my pipes, and I see that you have you have pipes actually set up uh, with a with a little smiley face, I try to take a picture of that for for for, 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 for to put it on the, on the notes. So so basically, your device is a little smiley face robot that that grabs onto a, to pipes. It looks super easy to install. Like I'm I'm the most useless person when it comes to home repair. Uh, and you literally just clip it on. You clip it on. Okay. So basically, the model is that we we partner with insurers and. They introduce us to their homeowners. We ship them out this little box. Okay. And inside the little box is a smiley face robot. Uh huh. And LeakBot is really simple and soft. What you do is you you attach it with a clip on the back um, within a meter of where the water comes into your home. Okay. So it's a main water pipe. All uh-huh. the water in your house goes through this pipe, and LeakBot's looking at it. Okay. So that's how it actually starts to install. The person downloads an app, and actually in that way we can communicate with them. And if LeakBot detects anything, we can we can alert them. So how how does it detect? How does it work? So it works on a patented technology based on temperature. So temperature. We have two sensors in the device. One is on the clip that goes against the pipe. The other one is in um, the other side of the device, which is in the ambient air. What we do is we look at the temperature differential. When water is drawn through this little pipe into your house. So you're flushing a toilet, taking a shower. We see a very distinct fingerprint, customer usage. What we look for and what this device looks for and the processor in it actually looks for times where the customer isn't using water. And there it actually runs and it runs a physics test. He transfer. You know, is the pipe and the ambient air coming together as expected? If we see a plateau, we know there's still flow in the pipe, which is not related to customer activity, and we call that a leak. Gotcha. So, so basically, if, if flow is different from, from the normal thing, then you're likely to have a leak. If, if we see flow, uh-huh. then there shouldn't be flow. So in the middle of the night, during the middle of the day, when no one's at home, no no appliances are on. If we see something, then it's a leak. That is very interesting. So so we've written a lot on insurance nerds about uh, IoT and, and how uh, if we can get the right partnership going between the carriers and the customers. Uh, so so you 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 partner with the carriers. Yes. Uh, so who pays for the device? In most cases, the carriers pay for the device. Okay. So there's most most times they go for the low hanging fruit. Uh-huh. That's a high risk customer. So this have had a previous escape order, twice as likely to have one in the future. So send this out. 
we need the claims. We need to reduce the claims. Also, we're not a typical IoT company. Okay. We don't just say there's a problem. We have the end to end. We actually have engineers, thousands of engineers in Europe and North America that actually go in and have a kit, patented kit, to actually find and fix the leaks that we detect. Gotcha. So when we leave a house, it is leak free. How, how much is the device? The device. To insurance carriers, it's 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Okay, so very similar to what, to what we pay for for a uh, auto telematics device, basically. Absolutely. Awesome. So, so anyway, this was uh, Scott Henry with a LeakPod. Guys, at ITC 2018, I'm here with Marcy. I'm not even gonna try your last name. We'll we'll have it in the show notes. With uh, Fraud Sniffer. So, what is Fraud Sniffer? So Frostniffer is a proprietary software that attaches to social media profiles of claimants and pulls relevant data in, but then it also has a management backend. So the data isn't just in a PDF that's very difficult to work with. You can build customized reports, you can send it to IME, you can send it to council, whatever you need. And it runs 24 hours a day until the claim resolves for the same price. Okay, okay, so so so, uh, so if I have a workers' compensation claim, right? I'm assuming you use it a lot for that, right? right? And, and I, I tell the my employer and the, and the carrier that I you know I, I can't walk because of my injury, and then I'm on social media, you know, walking all over ITC 2018 with a backpack. Right. Uh, so basically, I wouldn't know that you're looking at me. Right. Uh, do do you, do you have to to like friend me on Facebook or how how do you uh, how do you get the data? So we use only public data. Okay. And we have an API connection with Facebook where we can pull the data without passing our user ID into the feed. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So it's totally private. There's no way that the claimant could ever discover us because okay. we're not leaving a digital footprint. So so basically, I would find out on trial. Yes. Or yes. When you go into your mediation, they'll slide across uh, all these printouts of what you've been doing, and then you have to answer. Okay. How long have you been around? About five years. Okay. Okay. So, so you're you're you go from before even the word, even before we had the word insure tech. Right. Right. Okay. And awesome. And uh, I'm assuming at this point you're partnered with a lot of carriers. So carriers are a little slower to adapt right now. <laughs> uh-huh. What we're working with is self-insureds, and self-insureds have a lot of higher risk. Mm. And it's real dollars that are going Absolutely, out of the door. Yeah. So they were the first to adopt the technology, and they put us into special handling instructions and made carriers start to pay attention to us. That's why we're here. Okay, so your focus has really historically been those self-insured programs for, for big companies. So that's where we could get clients. Insurance okay. companies are wonderful, but sometimes they don't uh, necessarily want to hear new ideas every day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very long sales process. It right? is a long sales uh, process. I, this is my first ITC, but I do feel better that I've run into a lot of carrier people. I'm, 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 I'm carrier side myself. Uh, that that we that I've ran into a lot of carrier leaders here, so 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 they're clearly paying attention now. Well, there's a lot of pressure on right now with the economic changes that are happening. They really have to work on their loss, controlling their losses. Awesome. And what what is your role with with, with, with uh, Fraud Sniffer? Yeah, I'm the CEO. CEO of Fraud Sniffer. Yeah, I did all the product development. And where did you did you come from the from the insurance industry? What was your background before? So I'm a programmer, but my brother, who is the president, came from 30 years as a Oh, okay. And he was so frustrated with all of the loss. I I think that that is so important. So so many of the early insured techs did not have a true insurance person in there, and and it makes all the difference. They they have a cool product, uh, looking for a problem to solve. Uh, The moment I saw I saw your sign, I knew that that you we like you knew the problem. 
Uh, so, so, so that's like that's great. So, thank you very much for 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 your time. So this is Tony back at back at ITC 2018, and I I've got with me Luke Bronin, who's the the mayor of the city of Hartford, Connecticut. So I was kind of surprised seeing his badge here at ITC, Hart, city of Hartford, Connecticut. And obviously, Hartford is a huge insurance hub, kind of the insurance yep. capital of the country, and it's been for as long as I can remember. Uh, so, so you're here as a speaker. That's right. So, so tell me, what brings you to to, to insure to connect? Sure. Well, Tony, first of all, great to meet you, and thanks for uh, thanks for taking a minute. You know, uh, there's a pretty big presence from the city of Hartford out here. Uh, we have been, as you know, you know, we've been insurance capital of the world for a long time. We've got a tremendous presence uh, in a lot of different uh, sectors. You know, we've got strong PNC, uh, the strongest health uh, insurance uh, uh, concentration uh, in the country, um, and uh, and also strong life insurance concentration. And what we've been focused on now is making Hartford not just the insurance capital of the world, but the insure tech capital of the world. And uh, over the last year or so, we've been really building up in partnership with Startup Bootcamp, uh, our insure tech accelerator. Uh, it's a partnership with uh, a number of our insurance companies. So we're out here just uh, telling people about what's going on in the city of Hartford, uh, encouraging people to come check it out and uh, and seeing what's out there on the horizon. Awesome. Well, that, that, that is fantastic that, that you're looking into the future uh, because, yes, if, if you completely ignore insure tech, uh, who knows? How, how long you would remain an important insurance city? Uh, so, so that's really fantastic. So, so uh, I know that Abel Travis has covered uh, InsureTech Hartford a lot in his in his podcast. So, so definitely not only check out the rest of, of Profiles and Risk, but check out Abel uh, Abel's podcast. Uh, he's done a, talked a lot about InsureTech in Hartford. So, th- thank you very much for for your time. Thank you. Good to see you. Product alignment. Awesome. So, so we're back at ITC 2018. My first time here. And I've got Jesse Peterson and Matt Workman with Drone Base. Drone Base, one word. Yep. Okay. So, what is drone? What what problem is Drone Base trying to to solve in the insurance industry? So, what we provide to the insurance industry is providing drone imagery at scale to insurers for them to have the forensic data to make, you know, critical decisions off of, from underwriting to risk management all the way to claims. And with that, we provide a network of over 50,000 drone pilots across the United States to be able to deliver that at scale at an affordable rate. Okay. So, so at at scale, so if, if, if I were running claims for a major carrier, Mm -hmm. right? So if I were my friend Brian Falchuk, who runs claims for for Hiscox, yep, uh, you you guys could 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 help me get drone imagery and do it quickly, with, quickly within seventy two hours for you know the next hurricane that hits. I'll give you a call and then you you can you, you or can hail event fifty thousand wind event whatever it's at, not at just, my disposal. Not yep. just catastrophe, right? It's standard claims. Okay, as well, on, even underwriting. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we do a lot in commercial lines uh, underwriting. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, um, you know, just on the inspection process, being able to collect the imagery of a commercial property, the roof, the uh, the hardware or the uh, uh, equipment that's on the roof, such as the HVAC units and things like that, getting that type of imagery and information off of those, so we can keep people off of roofs and safely off on the ground. Fantastic, fantastic. Before you end, we do have some news that we wanted to share ah, today. This is the time. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So we just announced uh, insurers, anybody for that matter, will see that DroneBase and Geomni just created a partnership and announced it today for measurements, et cetera. Off of our imagery. Off of our imagery, correct. And it can be uh, ordered and uh, accessed out of Xactimate. Yep. Oh, that that is fantastic. So it doesn't even have to play with my system as long as we don't have to. Yeah. So as long as we use Xactimate, 
we're good to and go. Work to yeah. develop the APIs to put it all together. Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Well, hopefully you heard it here first at Profiles in Risk. <laughs> so hope and, and I know you, uh, we have you guys scheduled for a full-on appearance of the podcast here in, in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, so it's just just a little preview with Matt Workman and Jesse Peterson of DroneBase. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. Okay, so I am here at ITC 2018 with Alex Chillo and Joel Friedman of a claimant. A claimant, yes. So, so what is a what, what is a claimant try, trying to solve? Go ahead. <laughs> so we're trying to solve. Uh, we're taking a, a large, complex problem in a workflow process of uh, reporting an incident uh, on the commercial PNC side, and we're creating one digital tool where we can streamline the entire risk management suite from workplace safety, incident, and the claims management process, all done digitally. End of the day, reduce the cost of risk for organizations and uh, that insurance spend. So you're selling this to carriers, or you're selling this to actual companies that that, that are also buying workers' compensation yeah, so insurance? Seventy percent of our our business is direct to policyholders. Uh, we also partner with insurance carriers as well as brokers, TPAs, and MGAs. Okay, and and how long have you been doing this with with insurance? So I have been in the insurance industry for seven years now, uh, a year and a half with the claimant, um, and. We have been in business since 2016. That that makes me feel good that you come from the industry. So so yeah. many so so many insure techs uh, don't come from the industry, and, right. and you know the, 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 a lot of times they've they've got a cool product and right. they don't know what problem they're trying to solve, right? Exactly. So so your 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 insurance career prior to this, were you carrier side, broker side? What did you used to do? So I, I call myself a recovering broker. Recovering broker. I was on the agency okay. side. Um, so large little, broker, little broker. So middle market broker okay. based in Chicago. And oh okay. So obviously Chicago's a, a great insurance city and it's something really excited to be a part. Um, decided I wanted to really get on the technology side because I noticed that you know a lot of our clients that we worked with were struggling on reporting an incident, getting it done on time, the correct paperwork filed, um, and really kind of the risk management suite is the biggest producer of paper today that we've seen at the policyholders. So if we can help streamline that workflow process, again, we can alleviate a lot of those issues. So you decided you wanted to work on the technology side. So so one day, you know, after hours or on Saturday, you sat down and started coding? <laughs> so our co-founders, there's uh, three main co-founders involved. I'm being one of them. Uh, the Our third co-founder uh, that's uh, not, or not here with us today, um, he had a captive in workers' comp. And so he was the one that kind of put together this idea and put together a, a co-founding team of business and technology. I don't come from the insurance side. I come from technology and startup world. Uh, but, you know, working as a, good, a team of three, we found the right way to put a solution together. And I, on the weekends and nights after <laughs> my full-time job, started uh, coding. I actually started coding it in late 2013 um, and was probably a year and a half of, like you said, nights and weekends, just kind of building something out. And then uh, we finally got it to a point where it was, a, let's turn this into a company, uh, start hiring people to sell it and hiring a tech team to actually build it out more than uh, just the nights and weekends. So coming from the tech side, uh, how, what, what does insurance look like to you? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, I don't know. It, that's, a, that's a tough question. It's um, definitely slower moving, uh, especially on the sales side than I expected, but it's nice to see that, um, it's nice to see that the technology is becoming more important here. Um, one of the things that really got me interested in early is how there, there wasn't technology solving any of the problems. I love that. Like, hey, here's a problem and most of the, the people we've talked to, the most technologically savvy thing they had was Excel, Excel documents. <laughs> <laughs> so be like, oh, great, I get to build an awesome solution for you. Uh, this is sweet. So that's uh, that part I love, that just the 
uh, you know, the slowness, like I mentioned, has not been the, the my favorite so, part. So what's your, what's your role with the company? Uh, CTO and co-founder. And Alex, what's your role? I run our uh, director of partnerships. Okay. Okay. So, so, so Alex, you're, you're more of, of the sales side. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, so Joel doesn't have to worry too much about that side. Exactly. No. So, so yeah, I, I think that, 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 uh, the number one frustration for InsureTechs, right? They're, they come in and they, they look at our technology and they're like, oh my God, we, we can make a killing even with basic stuff. Right. Uh, and, and then number one, they don't understand the industry and what we really do kind of long-term. And, and number two, they, they really underestimate the sales cycle, right? The sales cycle in this industry, 18 months, two years, right? It requires 100 signatures to, to make any decision. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, thank you guys for for yeah. for, uh, for chatting with yeah, me, and, and hopefully at some point we can we can bring yeah, you on on the show guys. for a full on sixty minute interview. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and best of luck. Okay, this is Tony at ITC twenty eighteen, and I've got here uh, Tyler Wentworth and Doctor Tadas Jusik. I'm sure I killed that. Absolutely. Tadas Jusikas. Absolutely perfect. It's really funny. My, my I, I grew up speaking Spanish, and it actually right. really helps with foreign it names. Does. This is. Um, where, where, where's, where are you from? Lithuania. Lithuania. Okay. And Tyler, I'm guessing you're American or Canadian. I'm from or? Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. I spent ten years in Iowa. Really? Yeah. I went to college yeah. In Iowa. I I I State or, or University. Of I actually Iowa. went to a really small private school. In oh, Iowa. okay, okay. Uh, Cornell College? No, uh, uh-uh, no. Briarcliff University. Wow, I've never even heard it's of that. It's in one. Sioux City. Okay, we'll cut this whole part of it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so so fellow Midwesterner, that's awesome. So so I had never heard of of Genus AI, and by the way, when I found them walking in the hallway, I I, I said, hey, what does Genius AI do? So no, it's Genus, G-E-N-U-S. So what is Genus AI? Yeah. We are uh, an AI company. It's been around for a few years now. Uh, our focus is on helping businesses to speak with their customers in an emotionally intelligent way. You know, today we produce more data than ever before, and actually leveraging that data, using it, is very hard. Uh, when our customers come to us asking uh, to help with understanding their existing customer base, they still talk about them through a lens of demographics. You know, I have these females, 28 years old. They're, you know, this wealth bracket and they live in these cities. Um, well, we have all, all these wonderful people and not, no two individuals are the same. So our AI is helping to actually understand people at an in-depth level, looking at their motivations, values, how they actually interpret new information. And uh, are you insurance specific or are no, you so generalist? we work across sectors. Okay. Um, so we work with companies from food delivery um, mm-hmm. companies, meal kit delivery companies to fashion companies, uh, e-commerce businesses, and insurance companies. So, so tell me, tell me a little bit about the work you've done with insurance companies. So we partner up uh, to provide access to our AI-derived insights, and our customers send us their customer uh, details and customer information, such as name, surname, uh, postal, uh, or billing address, and or email. And through a process of matching and enriching with our AI-derived insights, we call them archetypes. Uh, we're helping to provide this additional segmentation and additional insight and how best to speak with these customers in a personalized way. So our, our clients use uh, our insights for uh, retention, reactivation uh, activities uh, via email or paid social or acquisition activities, uh, primarily through direct mail or, or paid social. Uh, are, are you the founder or one of the co-founders? Yeah. How, how old are you? The, the uh, what's question. your, what's, what's your I'm, I'm assuming like 32. 
Uh, just a little bit more, three, four. Okay, awesome. Well, what, what is your, your role, Tyler? I'm the business development manager. Okay, so, you, so you've got the job of, of running around selling this. <laughs> Hounding. Hounding is the term. Exactly. So, so, Individuals so. that. He's good at it. Good. <laughs> very good. good. After, after we finish the recording, I'm going to have to ask some questions how to do that because that's, that's my day role also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my day job, I, I, I'm the hounder. Uh, they, they don't even call us business you're, development. You're, 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 you're not paying uh, yourself enough to be they, doing that. They, 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 uh, they, they call us kind advisors, but basically I do the same thing when it comes to insurance staffing and, uh, and any, any sort of insurance uh, executive search and staffing needs. Uh, so awesome. Thank, thank you both for your, for your time. And, and hopefully at some point we can, we can get you on the podcast for a full-on 60-minute sure. uh, talk about what you're doing in insurance. Space. So thank you. Okay, so this is Tony, and I'm here with Micah Cooper from InsureCrypt. So I've never heard of InsureCrypt. We, we've chatted for a little while on, on, on the Slack channel, but, but uh, what is InsureCrypt? So InsureCrypt was envisioned several years ago before all of the blockchain and data breach madness to combat these issues. It is a core system replacement for database with a version of blockchain for audit, and the data is totally encrypted and we have point-in-time architecture so that we could come behind and replace a, a legacy system like Guidewire or Duck Creek. Holy, okay. So, 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 so first of all, I've got to say, you know, you know that the drinking game for, right, for InsureTech 2018 yes, is, I is just take a drink every time somebody says blockchain, right? So, the only one I didn't say is uh, AI. Okay, okay. So, 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 so blockchain for sure. Uh, so, no, that, the reason I said holy is, is because, so, so I, I've got 10 years in the industry. And, and, and from my perspective, I've, always, I've never been InsureTech, right? I've always been carrier side. Uh, and, and from my perspective, Guidewire is where we're going. No, and you're talking about Guidewire as legacy. Guidewire is legacy. So it doesn't meet the new uh, cyber requirements. It doesn't meet accounting regulations in many countries. Um, they do updates instead of uh, point in time. Um, so there's a lot of issues with these systems that make them legacy systems. So when we look at systems like uh, the these guys like Jessica, I, we just go down the list, uh, CSC, um, IBM, uh, Duck Creek, Guidewire, Majesco, you, you name it, you just go down the list, right? InsureSoft, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They are all reacting to the market. They are only building what they have to build, and they're focusing only on reaction. What they're not doing is being proactive and building for what's five or ten years down the road, which is what we have focused on. So this doesn't replace them. It replaces their core, so their database, their PAS. Okay. And their how, core PAS. How, how long has InsureCrypt existed? So uh, we've been building this for three years. Um, we hired the former head DBA at Compaq and Digital Equipment Corporation. Um, uh, his name is Craig Dayberry. He was with me at Hotels.com. We built the world's uh, most successful startup. So the only startup in the world to ever make a billion dollars in its first year, which was Hotels.com. No way. That is so interesting. Uh, what, what year was that? Because I, I'm sure that was back in... Yeah, uh, 2002. In, uh, okay, that's very, very in interesting. And still not okay. been beat. Wow. Okay. So there's your random startup history for, for you today. So 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 what's your role with with insurance with with InsureCrypt? So I envisioned and designed it and worked with Craig to to get this in place. Uh, it's in the cloud. Um, it, the main premise is if you have a data breach and the data is encrypted in the United States, it's not a data breach. We also have a built-in firewall into the database, so it's not separate. It's internal. We have a ton of other features, so graphing API, graphing database. Um, it's an insurance model, so many uh, other types of models. So we were actually chaired Accord standards, and so we understand uh, insurance standards, etc., very well. Uh, so we have all of these things built in. Accorda, uh, 
is actually built on our model. So they actually took a page from our white sheet and used that to pivot to where they are today. So what, 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 one last question. So, so you have somebody in your organization on the business development sales type side whose role it is to go out to carriers and, and, and convince them that... That's me. Okay, so so, so your, your role is to go out to carriers and convince them that, that the oh, billions okay. of dollars they're, they're investing in going to Guidewire is just the beginning <laughs> and that there's a further step from that? So, the, so right. The problem with, with Guidewire is a company that implements Guidewire today is implementing a legacy system. When the New York cyber regulations hit them and other regulations that are coming hit them, they're going to get hit with another fifty thousand or another fifty million dollar upgrade. Fifty million dollar upgrade. Well, th- thank you, Micah. We definitely need to have you on the on the show for on profiling risk for a full on sixty minute interview. But but uh, that was awesome. So this is uh, Micah Cooper, a co-founder, right, yes. of InsureCrypt. Okay. This is this is Tony, and we're doing we're doing a quick interview here at at uh, InsureTech Connect 2018 with Bobby. Srivastav. Srivastav with Benekiva. Yes. So, so what is Benekiva? Benekiva is a platform for life insurance and annuity uh, carriers to help bridge the gap between the carrier and the beneficiary through claims automation, beneficiary and policyholder data management, and asset retention. Okay. So we want to be the platform, the back-end system, to okay. help, help make that customer experience beautiful for the so, so I'm a PNC guy. I've never yes. worked in life. So, so my expectation of life is that basically the way it works is my dad passes away. I give you a call, send you the the, the death certificate, and you send me a whole bunch of money. Is that not the way it works? So, uh, there's an interesting stat that we came across, which is 68% of all life insurance goes unclaimed. And 68%. So over half of all life insurance. Yes, and the reason is there's four problems. If you look at the life insurance, uh, the systems that they're in, it's the legacy systems, bad process, the unclaimed claims because of all of those trickle-down issues, and then there's the NAIC rules and regulations. So how can a carrier manage all of the things that they have to do to comply with their rules and regulation? And then because claims is a back-end operation, a lot of innovation doesn't happen back end. A lot of people focus all on the front end. Mm-hmm. So then claims gets, you know, the scraps, and that's that's the that's the rationale behind these stats that we Okay. Learned. And which of the four problems are, are you guys trying to solve? So we are solving all four with our platform. Okay. How how long uh, how long has the company existed? So we've been doing. Uh, we started our company. We actually founded this year, March of 2018, is when we officially founded. Okay. But four years ago, is this project has been in existing, where we did research to make sure we were solving the right problem, and then we built the technology. So our technology not is not just a website or anything like that. It's an enterprise level platform. Okay. Is is it live? So yes. Yes. We're awesome. actually doing. Uh, it, we're in works with almost finishing a beta with our first client, who okay. also is our investor. Awesome, so that was a little bit under, under three minutes. We, yeah. We'd love to, to have you or one of your founders or whoever yeah, uh, on the show for a, for a full-on, kind of hour-long uh, inter- interview, so 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 awesome. Th- thank you for your time. Yeah. I don't do podcasts because of my voice. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. Uh, this, this is Tony Canyas with, with uh, Insurance Nerds and Profiles and Risk. 
And I've got Gilad Shaya, probably horribly mispronounced Actually, that. one of the better pronunciations it's, so It's far, the Spanish-speaking. Spanish-speaking makes it much easier to, to, yeah, to the pronounce the foreign names. Gilad, you got like two points here. Uh, so so, so uh, we're here in Shirt to Connect. And for the first time, Nick isn't here. So I'm the one running the micro interviews. So basically, t uh, you're with Bound. So, yes. so what is Bound? What, what does Bound do? So Bound is an embedded insurance platform. We enable the insurance companies, agencies, brokers to embed insurance and point of sale or to be precise, be where the customer is. So when your agency is closed, like after five, right? Your customer will come at 9 p.m. when they feel like it on your website. Now, what are they going to do? They're going to feel, oh, please contact me. Or you can actually sell them insurance there and then. Now, that's when they come to your website. But what happens if you want to have a web, a chatbot, or a Facebook, another one here, another one there, or to actually make it in context and when people make sense. So what we are enabling is a platform that helps you to scale up your offer of insurance. Yeah, that's that's in a nutshell. Okay. Yeah. So so what, I know. So what what is the what is the main problem you're trying to solve? Is is it distribution? Okay. Distribution. So each part of the industry has a different problem. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, it comes to distribution and cost of acquisition. Now, big insurance companies, yeah, sure, they have the money, they have the book, but then they spend ton of money that it's very hard to qualify. But hey, if I uh, I don't know sponsored NASCAR or a golf tournament. How does it actually calculate to the cost of getting another customer? Well, if you know that you, you get a lead or you get a quote or you get an actual customer and you pay a, pay a, fix, a, a fixed price for it, yeah, you know how much you actually paid. So mm. it's part of that. Okay, and how long have you guys been, been uh, So we are in development. We are working with a couple of companies, uh, two agencies, one uh, brokerage and a couple of uh, carriers. And so far, we hope <laughs> the engineers like to say that we're going to launch in the end of the year. So most likely somewhere in the middle of next year. Awesome. Well, we, yeah, we, no. we, we look forward to see to see what you guys come up with. And and, and uh, once it's up and running, we'd, we'd love to have you or, or you and the rest of the team on, on Profiles and Risk for a full-on uh, uh, for, for, for a full-on interview, and, and it, it, we can even time it with a launch. Oh so, my God, that so, would be amazing. So keep us posted. Th thank you so much, Gilad, right? Gilad. You were Gilad. right the first time. Gil 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 Gilad. What is it, Gilad? Gilad. 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 Okay. And and uh, so so if any of our listeners want to connect with you, what's the easiest way to find you? Is it LinkedIn, Twitter? Well, uh, yes, yes. And of course on uh, the Insnerds uh, Slack channel. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, join us in the Slack channel. Absolutely, everything's going on there. Thank you. Cheers.